Did you guys hear that uh, John Mulaney apparently got investigated by the Secret Service? For what? Mm-hmm. Well, he was uh, apparently he was when he was hosting SNL earlier this year. Uh, he made a joke about how Julius Caesar became such a powerful maniac that he was stabbed to death by senators and said to the audience, that would be an interesting thing if we brought that back now. Mm-hmm. And I guess it instigated a Secret Service investigation. That yeah, like John Mulaney hilarious. is like John Mulaney is like the mastermind of a conspiracy of senators uh-huh. to assassinate yeah, yeah. Trump. What the fuck? Get out of here. A2 Mulaney. <laughs> Well, he was he was also in the news recently in, in a way that I found pretty disappointing because, uh, like, he basically, like, apologized for and, like, backtracked this joke that he made the last time he hosted SNL, like, uh, like back in October, where he referred to he referred to the presidential election as an old like an elderly man contest and said uh, and said that, you know, no matter who ends up winning? Nothing much will change in the United States. The rich will continue to prosper while the poor languish. And I, I guess it made a lot of people really angry because uh, he was on a Jimmy Kimmel show recently. And he said, um, I should have I said, I very much want one to win over the other. And there will be improvements if one wins. I deserve the backlash. I forgot to do it. Uh, I forgot to make the joke good. This is uh, so fucking cucked. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. But I know. He, this is like th- you. He's already won. How yeah, are you uh-huh. apologizing for this now? He already won. What the fuck is wrong with these people? How are they? Are they really going to spend the next four years just pretending that uh, talking bad about Joe Biden? Well, the the. The most annoying part to me was uh, when he apparently said, uh, I like people and I'm generally happy and not deeply angry, so I'm a Democrat. Yeah, bro. I, I fucking you should said. be deeply angry. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Get out of here. Hey, man, Joe Biden uh, is now president-elect, and if you're generally happy and not deeply angry, then yeah, it makes sense that you would be a Democrat. <laughs> That's the problem with the Democrats is they're not deeply angry. I just that's like, why you need to vote for Republicans. <laughs> I also heard on that on that podcast I was listening, they mentioned that like a lot of the Lincoln Project people are looking to reform the Democratic Party to make it more conservative because they think it's more workable for them than their current Republican Party. And they see the Republicans eventually losing and they want to make the Democrats essentially more red. And I'm like, well... Yeah, a lot of I'm these, sorry. Lot of this, I lot of this battles versus progressives right now makes a lot more sense. Like, it's I think, very coordinated. I think the mm-hmm. grift is over. I mean, unless, like, some of them get into the Biden, like, circle. Oh, no. The grift has just begun, Alex. They yeah. are all getting I mean, into they're the starting, Biden they're circle. Starting their, they're starting their own media company, and I think that's, like, the grift now. We'll see. I, I don't think it's really got any chance of working, but... I honestly think that you know their their uh, time like funding Democrats is over. I do think that that's for sure. Well, we had a red wave, so why would they need to fund Democrats if Republicans are just going to win anyway? I mean, if the Democrats are like begging for their help still after like that awful, awful you know result in the election, you know they deserve everything that's coming to them. Well, they deserve it, but what do we deserve, Alex? What do we deserve? We deserve gold chains. Alex is a gold chain socialist. It's I like, like a that. champagne that's a good, socialist, that's a good cold open. but 
you know? uh, yeah. uh, regular guys buy gold chains. It's capitalists who buy gold bars, right? Yeah, sure, so. Xander. All right. <laughs> Cut the tape. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to State of the Revolution, the Michigan Progressive Podcast. Uh, my name is Benjamin. And we've also got Alex and Carly and Matthias. Uh, as we tape this, it is Friday, December 4th. And thanks for joining us this week. To start things off, I, I think Alex had some announcements he wanted to make. Is that is that right? Yes, yes. If you've been following my Twitter, you'd know that I've been in a metamorphosis, per, <laughs> you might say. I have officially become Gold Chain Guy. Well, for me and everybody else who doesn't follow your Twitter, what does that mean? Well, I bought a gold chain and I'm, that I'm currently wearing, and it came in the mail today. So that's like the big first announcement. Like, okay. you, you might have seen my handle change to gold chain guy on Twitter. Everyone who listens to this... Wait, like did you, change, did you change your handle or your display name? No, my display name. That's right. My handle okay. is the same. My handle is the same, at AJ Sahori. <laughs> S A H O U R I. In case you're listening to this and don't follow me on Twitter, dude, yet, I, I, like, I link I link your Twitter in the show notes every episode. Okay. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. That's great. <laughs> um, second announcement. Second announcement. You guys might have noticed that uh, Ricky has been absent, rather absent from the podcast. Just want you to know that everything's okay. She's just been working with Rudy Giuliani at the State House. You know, making sure that they stop the steal. Uh, she's doing a great job. She's doing great work. She, it's excellent. Yeah, she's, she's doing a great she's job. She's his uh, official hairsprayer, like the color hairsprayer. <laughs> yeah, she's she's the expert witness. Melissa Carone, take a bow. We're going to talk about her, right? Uh, we can. Uh, one thing I did want to mention was uh, this Business Insider article that I that I just found that was published that was published just earlier today. The headline reads: Michigan State Representative confirms Rudy Giuliani farted during an during an election hearing. <laughs> I smelt that shit, dude. It was awful. I smelt that shit from here at my house. Man, that after that was crazy. A, after a viral video appeared to show Rudy Giuliani experiencing flatulence during a Michigan election hearing on Wednesday. Experiencing flatulence. That's right. A state lawmaker has chimed in to say the fart was real. Was it Darren? Was it Darren? It, it was, was a, Darren Camilleri. I knew it! That little snippety snipe. <laughs> He's he so Democrat? desperate for national He's attention. A Democrat, yes. Yeah. That's yes. Funny. Darren, I didn't even I didn't even hear that the fart had happened up until I read this article. No, I heard about the fart, but honestly, it was Melissa stole the show. That That's woman, true. that woman, honestly, go off, go she, off. Queen. Yeah, she ruled. That was awesome. I, I want We're in good hands. The future is in good hands. Everyone talking about those, the whatever those kids from the, whatever that elementary school was, Parkland. Fuck them. So was it alcohol or was it drugs? Oh, she was for sure drunk. The the pull book the pull book is completely off. Completely off. Off that by thirty thousand. I'd say that pull book is off by over a hundred thousand. That pull book. Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? 
Did you do you even know the answer to that? No, I guess it's, I'm trying to get to the bottom zero. of this here. Zero. There's zero. So, my question then is if the guess how many? Wait, what about what about how what what about about the turnout rate? A hundred and twenty percent. Well, let's uh, let's let Representative Johnson ask his plastic question. <laughs> so the poll book number. Okay, there, there's two things that could happen here. Either the poll book number, if, if ballots were called multiple multiple times, there, there's two options. Option number one is that the poll book numbers are not going to match. They the, don't. The actual. Not by thousands and thousands of votes. That's not what we see right now. You that, take a look again. One. Take a look again. Option number two is that they essentially were, were filling in names of people who didn't vote. That, Dead people, too? So is that, Let's I guess, let is that Representative your suggestion? Johnson ask his question, and then when he's done. I thought that done, was his answer. Okay. Well, I guess uh, that, that's well, my, my question here is why we're not seeing the poll book off by 30,000 votes. That, that's not the what case. What did you guys do, take it and uh, do something crazy to it? I'm just saying the numbers are not off by 30,000 votes. So I know what I saw. That they're filling in I know what names? I saw, and I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Did you? Um, I am arguing that she is like Sun Ra, who did no drugs and was just high on life by vibrating in harmonious uh, rhythm with the universe. Oh, she had the same vibrations as Marianne Williamson, 100%. Mm -hmm. Just, like, so strong. Yeah, no, she's like an evil Marianne Williamson. <laughs> yeah. The, an the anti-Marianne Williamson. <laughs> The Antichrist. Shadow Marianne. I uh I posted a clip from that hearing um on our podcast Facebook page and a bunch of conservatives found it and just got really angry at it and started posting a bunch of bullshit. Uh someone I know replied to one of these comments and said, Y'all lost, get over it. And then someone replies to him saying, No, you get over the fact that you lost. Okay, I I Regarding sore losers, do you guys hear that Trump is going to announce his 2024 candidacy on the day of the inauguration at, like, a different venue, probably super spreader event? And, and who, yeah, who predicted that, so who predicted awesome. so that exact move? It was fucking me. On, on one of our first stream after the election, I was like, dude... Donald Trump is going to run in 2024. Nothing's going to cool stop it, him. Cool he's going to announce on the day of the inauguration. Okay? Cool it, like, he's not going to allow anybody else to steal. Everyone was saying that, Carly. Everyone cool was it. saying it. Everyone was saying it. Well, can I find it on your Twitter, Alex? <laughs> you probably can. Probably can. I can find most, th most things on I do Twitter, a lot of sure. retweets. I'm but sure I've been posting. Do. I've been doing more original posting lately. I, wow. I've Anyways. Been, you got to so water your I've Twitter been... friend garden. <laughs> I think that the fact that Trump uh, won't call Biden, will not, like, have the coffee about, like, dumbass shit that they always do on Inauguration Day, like, oh, you know, uh -huh. passing the hat, whatever. Fuck that. I think that is so funny. He is the destroyer of norms. It's... Donald Trump is going to gift Joe Biden, like, a detailed scooter because he broke his foot. And it's just oh going to be, like, God. have loser d details all over it. Sleepy Joe. It's going to go Sleepy Joe. Holy shit, Ben. You just made me realize that Donald Trump is the prophet Zarathustra from the spoke there, there, <laughs> Zarathustra. He is coming down from the mountain to destroy all of the false gods. He's like, <laughs> he comes down and he says, norms are dead. <laughs> 
<laughs> Meritocracy doesn't exist. That actually, he said, that... God is very nasty. Very nasty, honey. Bye bye. Bye bye, God. <laughs> I killed God by losing to Joe Biden. I let this deal happen and I killed God. <laughs> Joe Biden, but it hurts that I got to that presidency before you did, huh? But it hurts. <laughs> In 2016 or 2015, he said, like, at some rally, um, the American dream is dead. I remember that, yeah. I love that. I love his bizarre way of talking. It's pretty great. Speaking of, like, bizarre way of talking in the inauguration, like, do you guys fucking remember the American carnage speech? Yes. What a fucking psycho. Yes. Do you guys that think that like, Joe Biden? Do you think that Joe Biden is gonna like mention that in his speech? Like, oh, you did American Carnage, sir, <laughs> or something like that. Oh God, he actually uh. might. <laughs> well, we we pushed out the malarkey. I hope that he says, Donald Trump, you're fired. Oh, oh my God, God. Oh, no! If he, says, if he says Donald Trump, you're fired. Honestly, no. epic. <laughs> no, that would. Be like the opposite of epic. That's yeah. like everybody under the age of sixty would collectively cringe. I yeah, don't think I'm I would sure. cringe. I would start dying. I'm like I'm laughing so hard right now, and I would laugh three times harder at least if that happened I, in real life. I'm pretty sure I I blocked every person who posted a Donald Trump "You're Fired" joke online. I think what actually is going to happen, like Joe Biden. If if his foot actually is still fractured for the inauguration address, he's going to do the thing where he, like, presidents can't show weakness, and he's going to pretend that everything's fine, and they're going to have, like, a fake leg strapped to him and, like, do all this, like, weird, like, mumbo-jumbo to make it look like his leg is fine and have him <laughs> like walk out FDR on, the, on himself. Yeah, but it's going to yeah. actually be, like, some Weekend at Bernie's shit going on. Like, <laughs> he has, just has two very small children holding up his legs, like, underneath, and he's just gliding towards the stage like the fucking Babadook. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I've broken... <laughs> Joe Biden gets lowered into the inauguration on a crane like Kanye West at Coachella. <laughs> when he was guys, good. I've only broken my toe. Have you guys ever broke your foot? Like, how long typically is somebody in the boot? He's got, he's in the boot now. The boot. It depends what kind of fracture it is. It's but a hairline fracture, allegedly. Oh, it's still, still like six to eight weeks. So he might still be Especially in the with boot. his age. Yeah, he still might be in the boot by the inauguration. Oh I hope that he like comes out in a full wheelchair, just like like Michael Scott when he steps on the George Foreman grill. Yeah, Kamala is pushing yeah. the wheelchair accidentally. Whoopsies! He just tumbles down. This, oh no! I guess no, who gets to be president now? <laughs> that's literally a fucking meme. Is like, it? I, yeah, no, like, I think the still is, like, from, like, an anime show or something like that, where, like, it has, like, this woman pushing another woman in a wheelchair, and she just, like, tilts the wheelchair forward and, like, throws the woman in the wheelchair off of a cliff, and people have taken that and put Joe and Kamala's faces on them. Yeah. If Kamala killed Joe, that would be a top ten anime betrayal of all time, <laughs> I have to say. Did you, they talked Can't about lie. this a little bit. Oh, I forget that, actually. We're not going to well, talk about other podcasts, but there was something. Yeah, if you're a real head, you know that there was a really funny. Okay. There was a really funny bit 
about yeah, Kamala no. and uh, uh, Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden getting in a cat fight. But, you okay. know. Well, I don't know what you're talking about because we are the only podcast and yeah. you know this. Yeah, so if you're listening right now, you should consider yourself really lucky that we su- survived the great podcast purge of 2020 and we're the only thing, <laughs> we're the only choice you have. Yeah, so, the British Labour Party has been purging podcasts from their <laughs> from their membership roles. Okay, well, uh, let's let's move back here a few days in the news when um, uh, Barack Obama went on Snapchat's "Good Luck America" because apparently Snapchat produces series now. Okay, I'm I did sorry. not know that this happened on Snapchat. This makes it a billion times more funny, and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm so much less angry about this. This is hilarious. Well, apparently in this interview, uh, Barack Obama said, uh, I guess you can use a snappy slogan like defund the police, but, you know, you lost a big audience the minute you say it, which makes it a lot less likely that you're actually going to get the changes you want done. The key is deciding, do you want to actually get something done, or do you want to feel good among the people you already agree with? And if you want to get something done in a democracy, in a country as big and diverse as ours, then you've got to be able to meet people where they are. Yeah, you've got to be able to to say yes to a three-fifths compromise, okay? We got a great deal. It's three-fifths, come on. This is the this is the best we can do. This is the best we can do. So, how many people watch this debut with Barack Obama on Snapchat? Like, is is this is him is this him trying to reach the youths for his book tour? Well, this like, program, why does he think that young people will actually buy his book? Well, no, th- that is literally his target audience is young. The audacity people. of hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually. Like, I fucking hate that title. Get the fuck out of here. It's literally us. He literally says it's people. I think he says especially men for some reason, uh, who are like uh, twenty five years old and interested in politics. He's literally like pinpointing us on who who he wants to read his book. And this like uh, good I'm luck America. I'm not gonna America, read his fucking book. This good luck America thing started right after Trump got elected, I think, or maybe like mm. right before. Uh, that's when that, that's when this program started. Well, you know, it sounds like he, he tried to, uh, he tried just to program reach young... like a Protestant. <laughs> he, uh, it sounds like he, uh, he did try to reach out to young people in a way in this interview where he says, uh, where he talks about AOC and how, uh, people should listen to her more. Uh, he talks about how, uh, you know, young, a lot of young people like her. You know, and uh, they may not agree with everything she has to say, but they're interested in, you know, in what in what she says. Maybe Uh, fucking Nancy Pelosi should listen to her more. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. How dope was it? I do think people should listen to her. Just not us. We are already listening, you dumbass. No. How dope was it, though, that he said all that shit after the election and the primaries? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want y'all to listen to AOC while she's endorsing Bernie Sanders. Like, well, the no, thing is, that... is like, like, but, but here's the, here's the gist. It does not matter. It does not matter whether or not people listen to her. That's not the problem. The problem is them like systematically being ignored from the DNC. Like, basically, give AOC her own fucking super PAC. You gave John Kasich one. Can't AOC I have mean, she one? she does. She like, does. Well, no, she made her own super PAC. Okay, and it's yeah, nothing she compared has, she to has... the. I mean, no, she she has something that's parallel to the DNC now that I think is 
No, right, she doesn't. Right. It's not no. parallel. It is not it's, parallel. It is not the same access to funding. It is not, not the same, the same access, access to structure. Access, but it's it close. Is, no, it is not close. It is not in any realm of reality. Is it as is it absolutely close? No, we're the getting DNC, there though. We're getting no, there. No, no, it is not. It, it is nothing close to it. Strategically, money wise, influence wise, power wise, networking wise, it has absolutely nothing. Now, when I say that, I don't mean to shit on AOC or her efforts. What she's doing is fantastic with that. I think you're putting too much. To I think done. you're putting too much on the DNC though. I am not because the DNC funnels all, all of the all of the national election money. They go through a budget that's almost a billion dollars this year for all of the elections. They're the ones who decide the national strategy and all of the state Democratic Party. Every single one of them right, have to go right, through right. the DNC hear me in out, order hear to me get out, hear me any out. sort of a functioning national program. Hear me well, out. Alex, hear her out first. Let her finish her fucking thought. Jesus. No, I mean, no, I, I, I get it. I, I get I it. Don't, I, but, but, but you're also talking about... You're, you're what also I am trying to say, Alex, your, what I am trying to say, my point is that the DNC, what needs to be said out of Obama's mouth is that the DNC needs to specifically create a platform in leadership space for progressives. Anything less is just liter- literally you ignoring them. And Honestly, I think that's too them. little of an ask. I mean, I, like, there's structural problems with the DNC. There's structural problems. And we're talking about, like, here's the thing. Yes, the DNC has a lot of funding, but they're also got a lot more uh, people that they're trying to elect. AOC is not trying to elect as many people. So that money is i'm just saying like the per representative or per election that they're spending it's like you know it's not it's not like the same but it's similar you know that's kind of what i'm talking about right and it's Mm -hmm. like if we what we need is we need candidates and we also need a stronger like uh party structure in general because the dnc is like yes it's powerful yes they do a lot of shady shit but it's also very incompetent yeah very it's grossly incapable, incompetent very incapable of winning elections so i mean it's not that influential i mean if they were so influential maybe it's influential in terms They're of like good the democratic party apparatus though. but not in the electoral process generally well they, the say. thing is is the the dnc sucks all the air out of the room so it doesn't matter if aoc has funding. It doesn't matter. If if there's no oxygen left in the room, what are you going to breathe? And that's the problem with the DNC, is that they phagocytize every single <coughs> down-ballot race just because you cannot get over the national structure. Just if, if you have two different organizations, 20 different organizations, calling every single person in your district, how are you, a local candidate, going to get through those people on the same sort of, of uh, table? And since all of that information is proprietary, how the heck are you supposed to know what people are being reached out to, what message they're getting, if your name is even being mentioned or your race is even being mentioned? And this is all decided at the DNC level from a very, very scarily small amount of people. So in in, in terms of, yes, I, I agree, Alex, in terms of restructuring the DNC and the whole model needs to be thrown out. But I think that starts from putting people in positions of power like AOC, who have successfully run insurgent campaigns, who have really deep dive into strategy, just as Democrats is probably my, my favorite electoral organization that currently exists in America. They know what they're doing and they they don't cut corners. Uh, they don't do halvesies. And I wish that they had an actual um, I, I just wish that they were systemically installed 
in the DNC, that they had their own place and space to operate and do what they're doing with Justice Democrats, but have the DNC say, hey, I like what you guys are doing. Come on over, essentially. Yeah. When I, um, when, when but I was the way it's structured about, currently. I agree with you. I agree I with know. you. I mean, I agree with you. Like, I do think that, you know, like having AOC like in that position of power would definitely help. Right. But I mean, that shouldn't be I guess I guess what I'm like saying, though, is that, you know, it we sh we should be paying attention to what like AOC is doing. She's not paying dues to the DCCC and she has created this funding structure for other candidates that are not her uh, uh, alongside Justice Democrats. It's like she has her own thing and then there's Justice Democrats and those things are parallel together. They run perpendicular to the DCCC and that's kind of like we should be paying attention to that and we should be lauding that is kind of my point. That's all. Well, I want to get back to Obama real yeah. quick because Barf this dude just like Obama. he just like fucking he just like pisses me off so much because he he's he thinks that a concrete policy demand like defund the police is too much because he was able to skate by on a slogan like yes we can which is so just like goddamn vague and like doesn't actually really mean anything. The fucking irony of him throwing out snappy slogans like uh, as a diss. It's like he's I'm sorry, a hope guy. Do you have Alzheimer's? Do you remember twelve years ago when you ran for president? You idiot. Uh, the only memorable Obama speech, his acceptance or his, you know his his victory speech. He literally said, yes, we can, after every line. And his most memorable speech before that was, we're not a red America. There's no blue America. It's only a purple America. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, man. No, he said it's the United States of America. Yeah, yeah whatever. Well, you know, speaking speaking of Obama having Alzheimer's, another fucking thing that he did like this last week was say that in order to prove that the vaccine is safe, like, he wants to take it, like, he wants to get the vaccine, like, live on television. Which is like, bro, like, like you fucking did when you drank that Flint water. Are you oh fucking kidding God. me? He thinks he's I a was, Princess I, Diana, when really I he's was, a Margaret Thatcher. Ooh. <laughs> sorry. Mm -mm. Not sorry. I don't know. That was very good. I was hoping that Trump would, uh, you know, like... Uh, get the vaccine like on TV or whatever um, because it would be for those people like the equivalent of Obama drinking the Flint water except that they're not actually being poisoned. I don't understand the comparison Ben you'll have to explain it to me like I don't I don't understand what do you mean like between Obama taking a vaccine on television and drinking Flint water how I don't understand your your comparison or parallelism he went on tv and drank a glass of water that he said was from he said was from flint you know from flint yeah to sit to prove to everyone that it was safe it was not yeah correct. but now say... he wants to now he wants to do the same thing with the vaccine i'm not saying the vaccine isn't going to be safe i just think it's funny that he wants to use this you know this theatrics you know this fucking this fucking ploy to show everyone that it's safe when he did the same thing with something that absolutely wasn't well, yeah. to Barack Obama, that's literally all you can do. You can't demand, like, firm policy changes because that's not the way government works. And if you think that's the way government works, then you're 
uh, idealistic group. But what you can do is you can do these uh, silly theatrics. I will say that these theatrics that he's suggesting this time are probably like significantly more helpful than drinking the Flint water on TV. But, you know, like it's still the same theatrics and it's still like it's still the ethos of this type of politics that is worthless. And that's the problem. I think that's like the... uh, you know, parallel that Ben is making here. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, uh, moving on, uh, it is now December 2020, and coronavirus is still surging across the country. Uh, tens of thousands of people are facing the risk of eviction. Uh, unemployment benefits are set to expire for millions of people before Christmas. And lawmakers are finally scrambling to put together a coronavirus relief package, uh, which congressional leaders are trying to include with a spending bill uh, to avoid a government shutdown before December 11th and everyone in D.C. fucks off for the holidays. Uh, so right now there is a $908 billion stimulus plan that is currently gaining momentum in the Senate with the effort being led by Joe Manchin, Susan Collins, and Mitt Romney, our, uh, you know, our faves. And, oh uh, my god. Hey, remember what happened to Caesar? Wouldn't that be weird if that just happened to all three of those Unholy people? Unholy trinity. My yeah, god. Yeah. I Demonic. thought it was a gang of four. I thought, th- isn't there another Democrat involved? Uh, yeah, I, there are some other names, but those are like the top three, basically. Mm. Um, and, you know... Matthias, this is a bipartisan effort, so naturally we are required to adore it. Um, so it's this bipartisan, legis- which means it's going to be really great. We exactly. it's no going to be it's going to be the Marie to- Antoinette fucking stimulus package. Let them eat goddamn cake. Get yeah, the fuck yeah. out of here. Okay, it's so stamps, but you can only buy cake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So this legislation would provide $300 per week in enhanced federal unemployment benefits or half of the $600 per week the government had been providing to the unemployed up until that expired in the summer. I have a question Uh, on that. Does it say anything about extension unemployment benefits or just enhancing the already underlined? Because a big part of the problem is that people's weeks are running out. Um, And I'm wondering if the stimulus package has any specific language about providing money to specifically extend the timeline for those unemployment claims. Um, well, the funding, I believe, is supposed to go through, like, March or April of next year. Uh, but I don't know if that answers your question. Not really. And I know it is up to the states, but, I mean, for the purposes of... I mean, if they're only providing that $300 extra, that's not enough. Yeah, well... Um, I'll have to look into that more, but this bill would also provide some funding for states and cities and reauthorize the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, it would also help pay for vaccine distribution, COVID-19 testing, contact tracing, education, some other stuff. Uh, but what's missing from this bill is another round of stimulus checks, uh, which honestly would probably be the most effective way to stimulate the economy. Uh, but I guess we're not doing that. Another, another provision in the bill... Um, actually, the lack of stimulus checks, as well as this provision in the bill, uh, is the reason why um, Bernie Sanders is planning on not supporting this bill, is because of a uh, liability uh, protection for businesses. So basically uh, making sure that businesses and firms cannot be sued over coronavirus. And basically, they want to make the states come up with their own plan for that. So like, if you're, you know, not 
it, if, if you're working like a non-union job or like you're not documented here in the United States and your employer makes you come to work um, and you have to choose between working or starving and you catch coronavirus, you can't sue your employer. I mean, of course, we don't want to hurt America's job creators. And, you know, if employees die, that creates more jobs, too. Right now, my mood is like that the little girl in the clip where she's got her doll and she's like beating it up and she's like, give me my fucking money. She throws her doll at the wall. Oh, I- are you talking about the, the Will Ferrell bit? That sketch? Yes. Where yes. Like, Will Ferrell like, is talking to his landlord, who's the little girl. Yes. Yeah. And usually it comes up with like Law and Order Special Victims Unit <laughs> after that clip. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, uh, I, def- I also, I also feel like that little girl screaming, "Where's my fucking money?" Yeah, because like, I there's so many fucking things that like the very, the, the very basic minimum and things that make sense just haven't been done. Um, so many things about about refunds, protections, rents, and everything. Like, for, for in in terms of looking at it from a consumer perspective, in terms of it looking at it from a fucking person perspective. Sorry, uh. We've just completely failed in every every level about what government is supposed to be about and how government is supposed to be helping. At this point, I'm feeling pretty fucking anarchist because our government isn't helping the fucking situation at all. How uh, are you're you gonna helping? trigger Alex? You're gonna trigger Alex. Carly, I think it's no, already happened. No, the Zan- Xander's no. about to come out. No, <laughs> I'm not actually. This an is anarchist. like Donna Brazil's alternate personality. <laughs> Look, I'm look. not actually an anarchist, Alex. We're I am a- saying Antifa, using it as a Antifa doesn't matter anymore, so I can like go all out. Like, honestly, if you're an anarchist, shut the fuck up. I know you're not, Carly, but I'm talking to all the other anarchists. Like, come on, guys, come the fuck on. There's a reason. There's a reason why you know Cuba is 90 miles away from the United States, and they're still kicking it. It's because. They're fucking communist. So does Cuba have coronavirus? Barely. Yes. Okay. Everywhere <laughs> has coronavirus. Okay. Well, well except for New everywhere. Zealand, apparently. New Zealand's doing pretty good. Uh, apparently, I think Taiwan, Taiwan hasn't had a fuck. Yeah, Taiwan hasn't had a fucking case in like two months. Okay. <laughs> no, it's that's... been yeah, it's been like two hundred days since they've had like a domestic confirmation of a COVID nineteen case. I want to know uh, what countries are going to be Vietnam like. Vietnam like, is also doing very well. Communist country. I, I, do, you, do you think that they're going to require people to show proof of vaccinations in order for them to travel to those countries? Like, America won't do it, but these other countries can. That yeah. would be very funny. We're like the shithole country that doesn't guarantee like, everybody a vaccine so they can't travel. They're going to be like, Costa Rica <laughs> is a communist country. They're going to tell me that I can't go there for my vacation because I refuse to be vaccinated. No, Not but ser- <laughs> seriously, Carly, when's your birthday? I don't know. You a copy of, I'm, I'm gonna get you a copy. I'm gonna give you a copy of State and Revolution for your birthday. Well, Christmas is a little bit sooner, so why oh, not? Oh yeah. Then? Yeah, I'll get I'll do that. I'll do okay. that. So that so that you don't become an anarchist. And I'm, going to a buy I'm not <laughs> going to become an anarchist, Alex. Just be a good Marxist Leninist, okay? That's the way. I that don't is label the only myself. way. Thank you, Carly. All right, well, My beliefs are a journey. Yes. Shut the fuck up. This is Shut what the I've fuck been up. fucking saying, yes. You can't, you can't fucking, you can't do that I don't care about labels things. If you want to fucking talk in terms of we. If you want to talk in terms of we, like we as the left, we need to all be on the same fucking page. So, 
The last uh, yeah, we, that's gonna... we need to be fucking Marcus Leninus. Xander, I don't know if I want to be on the uh, same page as yeah, you. Okay, we you can... need to chill a little bit. Anyways, I will be buying Carly Bakunin for her uh, birthday, <laughs> which is apparently Christmas. Stop, stop, Matthias. You're being anti-Semitic. I'm going to get all these books and be like, hmm. <laughs> okay, well, let's get back on track here. Even if like this group of uh, bipartisan lawmakers can can agree on something uh in terms of finalizing this 908 billion dollar stimulus plan it's not clear that it'll even come close to passing uh because mitch mcconnell has already said that he does not want the bill uh he does not want the bill to pass in fact he wants to cap everything at 500 billion dollars like almost half of what of this dog shit that's being proposed uh by joe manchin and susan well to to be honest if there's if there's no stimulus check I agree with Mitch McConnell. I don't give a fuck what's in it. Because, right. like, at that point, if, if we get Joe Biden... God damn it. I've, <sighs> when Joe <laughs> Biden gets elected, don't worry. I'm sure he'll pass a bill that rec- that at least has stimulus check in it. Right, guys? I oh. disagree with Carly. I, I actually, want them to hold out. I would rather I, hold out a couple I mean, months if the honest, Biden administration like, okay, is going to have I to I think they should hold out. I think they should hold out until the administration changes. That being said, um, I don't think that they should pass the McConnell stimulus plan over... I don't think they should pass any stimulus plan, but they definitely shouldn't pass the McConnell stimulus plan uh, over yes. this stimulus plan because what... Like... It's not enough state and local funding, but it's some state and local funding, which literally has been absent this entire time. No, they did. Right? No, the, the last, the big, actually, last stimulus package had like a trillion dollars in state. I and thought local. it didn't have any state. No, local. it did. It had to. But it didn't have were... enough, right? Yeah, I know. Well, no. and this one, and this next one has even less. But yeah, yeah, so like that's what the Democrats were like really, you know, fighting for the last time around. And then they just fucking lied down for Mitch McConnell. Um, the Joe Biden administration is going to implement a universal program of wrapping you on the knuckles with a ruler and telling you to quit bitching about being hungry. They'll give us all a $500 tax credit if you're already poor in lieu of a stimulus package. They're going to give you the cake food stamps. You have to prove financial need and then you'll give you a stimulus package. But they'll leave out runners. Only for first-time home homeowners. My stimulus idea, hear me out here, everyone gets a gold chain. But you have to buy a house this year. Yeah, yeah, you have to buy a house, and it comes with a free gold chain. <laughs> no, this is, uh, this is all part of Alex's plot to get the United States back on the gold standard. <laughs> Yes, yes, get back on the gold standard, fuck all this fiat currency. No, if I was really that guy, I would be like, come on. No, fiat currency is like a fucking gift to the left. Ever since, like, there was no fiat currency when Marx was writing. That's like a thing we gotta fucking understand. So the way that Marx was, you know, talking about fucking economics and stuff, like, it was totally different. Than now, so so like yeah, like especially with like uh, uh, the are you labor- on the are you on the MMT train, Alex? Yeah, I am on the MMT train, and like I'm mm. what I'm just saying is is that it's like 
Uh, can you explain the, MMT to me? I can't explain oh MMT because I'm like we can't we can't do this right now. It's, it's way like, too much. Okay, to do I'm right pretty now. sure. Please, I, it's, it's it's the thing I'm with really like money. I'm, it's essentially like kidding. printing money, I, right? Like we can. Okay, print yeah, that's money. like it's that's very, like it's very complicated. I let, let's not talk about it. It's awful and complicated, and yeah, I was just but, saying but it as a being, joke. No, but that being said, right? Like Marx was not dealing with any of that stuff, so it's like. He was wrong about a whole lot of stuff. He couldn't even imagine, right, like the monetary system that we have now. So it really is like a gift, like that we can just spend all this money and it doesn't fucking matter because it's like we're fucking lending to ourselves. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Just spend the fucking money, dude. Just print the money. That's literally the only way that the fucking stock market has done this fucking crazy ass like they. Oh, my God. What the okay? I really have to fucking like make this clear. What the capitalist class did during this pandemic was nothing short of a cash grab. What they did was they artificially sunk the sunk the stock market, did this huge sell off in anticipation of the bad economics that were coming, and then used those low prices to just speculate and make more money. And this, we're, now we're like we're in this situation where the entire fucking economy is speculation, and we're like spending is or uh, consumption is like down, production is down, all that shit is down, unemployment is up, like real wages are down, all that shit is fucked up, and yet the stock market is booming. That, my friends shows that this economy is completely disconnected from anything other than the treasury printing money. The treasury printed the money, and where did it go? It went to the capitalist class. It didn't go to us. It is a failure, a failure of the political establishment not to make that clear to everybody. It's a failure of us, the left, fucking a bunch of anarch stupid anarchists who don't think about these things clearly but the the and and the apparatus they used i was actually gonna bring this up bring this up yesterday because we mentioned this but like there's we're still doing quantitative easing from 2008 we never stopped we never stopped kids it's all one big quantitative easing like we're still doing trillions and trillions and trillions of printed money into the stock market because apparently that's what we want as people it's like no nobody's asking for this on the ground like we're like please uh, health cat and they're like no fuck off stock market yes oh it's like if only if only i was like the stock market <laughs> and, and they had <laughs> to give me money for me to get better monetary theory <laughs> exactly I, I say please sir please sir i just need like a big like chart i mean instead. all we have to do is like is like write a letter to the government to the government and say, "Hi, I'm the stock market. Please give me money now." Yes, money, money, me, money now. <laughs> Just get the money part done. Give me money, money, me, money now. Me a money needing a lot now. That was Charlie's line. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is it is it a federal crime to impersonate a stock market? I don't think so. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> God damn it.
So, you know, a lot of people are speculating that, um, that, you know, this, uh, this stimulus plan that they're trying to throw together, uh, before the end of the year, uh, is just, you know, it's just a holdover until, uh, until after the Georgia runoff elections and until after, uh, Biden is elected. Um, if, uh, if Biden, uh, sorry, <laughs> Biden is inaugurated, um, <laughs> Uh, if if the Democrats do manage to pull off a, a retake of the Senate and, you know, a, and after Biden is inaugurated, uh, do you think do you guys think that this package is going to look, you know, significantly better than it does right now? Mm, I think so. No, no I mean, they, they already have the I heroes, think- but they have stuff that's passed by the House that's better than this. I mean, that- if they do take the Senate. It's not out of the question that they would take the Heroes Act or something like that that's already passed the House and just use that as the new barometer. That's what I would. I, 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 that's what I would say. Um, it really yeah. depends on the outcome of the Senate runoffs. Oh, by the way, would we have Majority Leader Chuck Schumer? Is that, is that- we would have a Majority Leader Chuck Schumer? Yeah. Which I mean, like they probably water down their own Heroes Act. To be honest, I mean, the only reason paying? they had that was they had like Peters and other people co-sponsor it, whose campaigns were on life support, so they could you know pretend that they were doing something for the American yeah. people. Have you been paying attention to Chuck Schumer lately, Carly? That motherfucker is afraid of a primary. He does not want to be primaried at all. I know. Yeah, that's because they know everybody knows like. They're all side-eyeing AOC and, like, he, like, mm, New York, like, mm, they're, like, looking at her birthday, like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she can run for Senate! He's been getting, Schumer's been getting on the Green New Deal, hasn't he? I don't or know about the Green New Deal. He, he, like, just came out with Elizabeth Warren to, like, with a stroke of a, like, hey, uh, Joe Biden, like, you, stroke of the pen, you know, take out fifty dollars or fifty thousand dollars of everyone's student jet, and we'll like do legislation a couple with that, just to make it look legit. And They'll that's probably what's... end up on fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. What is this whole thing, by the way? What I am infuriated at the media spin that is already taking place on Joe Biden's presidency. Like, I'm supposed to be thankful and praise him for writing a letter to the Senate asking them for student debt forgiveness. Wow. Good job. It's almost like he's preparing us all for four years of him not actually doing the work of a president or caring at all that he has anything even related to executive order. Like, I I just, I, I hate having presidents who are scared of being president. Well, in their mind, doing the work of being president is just, you know, essentially appealing to the manager, you know, like, you know, like deferring to a different authority, being like, please do the right thing. And then I'll sign this bill into law. But, uh, you know, I can't do anything, of course. I'm just the pre- I'm just the president. When, when elected officials don't use their power or pretend they don't have it, that's the point when I completely lose all my respect for them. And locally, there's an instance of this. Um, there was a state Man. representative. I will not say which one. <laughs> yes. Nice yacht. Um, uh, but close to my area. And there was an issue with the city evicting these people during coronavirus. Um, and the city basically did not really have a legal excuse why they did it. They just said, well, the landlord didn't meet with us and they weren't passing inspections. So it's a city liability. And it's like, 
okay, these people have been living here for four years now, and you're kicking them out in the middle of a pandemic. What the fuck is wrong with you? Where are they supposed to go? And they gave them three days to leave. Um, and, and they couldn't contact the landlord, so they weren't getting back rent payments. There was nothing. So they just, the city just basically sent them a letter and sent the cops and said, you guys have three days to pack up and go and leave. Um, and what my, I, what I was told from the state representative in that area was that, well, that's really a local issue. It's not my job and I can't get into it. These are your constituents. This is your yeah. district. It's a complete and oh baby. I contacted a- the city council. They're not doing shit. I tried contacting the inspector. He's on fucking vacation, even though he already did this, and vacations were banned at the time. So thanks. Um, I contacted the city attorney. I contacted you know basically the city manager and uh, several people who lived there, and they hadn't been in contact with anybody from the city. And at, at that point, it's like, well, what is your job then? What is your job? Like, these people are, li- like, you don't know if what happened to them was illegal and you're telling me that it's not your concern. None of your concern. Why are you there? Yeah. Like, what, yeah, what, Joe what Biden, are you for? No, Joe Biden has the capability with a stroke of a pen to not just do $50,000 off student loans, but literally every single federal student loan could be waved off with a stroke of a pen. Every single dollar of federal student loans can be waved off with a stroke of a pen, but they refuse to do it. They refuse to do it. Why? It's, it goes back to that conversation we had about, uh, what's the word? Um, expectation management. You know, they're managing their expectations. They don't want their base, their voters to believe that they can do anything. Because if they believe they can do anything, then they can be held accountable. Mm. And that is what they don't want. Well, I mean, isn't that largely why Congress has not passed, uh, you know, sufficient relief? 100 percent. Because people during this fucking pandemic is because once people get the idea that, oh, they could have. They can just do this shit. The rules they, are made the up and the points don't UBI. fucking matter. They'll demand a UBI, right? It's like the, we're not Andrew Yang's party. Andrew Yang didn't matter and he was banned from MSNBC. He was banned from coming on to MSNBC because he was talking about UBI. Andrew Yang is a fucking sycophant douchebag. Like, and they fucking banned him for like, because he fucking likes UBI. But he, he, he. He's a fuck. He he's one of these like capitalist like crazy motherfuckers too, and they banned him for doing what essentially Canada's been doing since March. Insane. Yeah, that Yang plan is looking real good right now. Holy fuck, man! <laughs> Holy fuck! God damn it, dude! Fuck! What the fuck? <laughs> okay, well to. To wrap up the show here, we are uh, going to a recurring segment that we have on State of the Revolution, which is Alex's Fopo Corner. So recently, uh, Iran was in the news because one of their top nuclear scientists was assassinated uh, a few days, a few days ago, was it like a week ago? I can't remember. So we're ha- we have uh, Alex here to uh, explain to us what this means, uh, why it matters, if it does, because uh, most of us aren't really uh, heavy foreign policy people as he is. I mean, sure, it matters. Like it matters when somebody's fucking assassinated. 
<laughs> but um, it does kind of like you know, it is just fu- kind of funny, right? Like, Wait, well, because you you had said that this has happened a few times before, right? Yeah, exactly. And during the Obama administration, right? Yeah. Like, so there's like these pretty crazy people called the MEK, and they get like uh, trained and armed by Israel. And MEK is, you know, like a CIA front organization. They get trained and armed by Israel, and then they go on these, like, assassination uh, uh, missions. Many of them fail. Some of them succeed. There were several high-profile assassinations similar to this in the early uh, 2010s. I think there were three between 2010 and 2012. Mm Um. And, and yeah, every single time, basically, uh, even like, you know, the mainstream media will acknowledge that, yeah, Israel was behind this. They used the MEK. And when you have like Israel and the MEK together, what that really means is United States CIA. So, you know, like this is just, you know, something that is very normal in terms of like American foreign policy. Not very normal, but it's like it's not totally out of the question uh, the United States is evil as shit, and they do evil, stupid shit like this all the time. And I just think it's really fucking funny that just because Trump does it right before, you know, Joe Biden is supposed to come back and re-enter the JCPOA, like, we have, like, any kind of fucking credibility whatsoever in terms on that front, right? Like, oh, he they're, they're messing up Joe Biden's presidency. Why is Israel doing this? Messing up Joe Biden's foreign policy uh, 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 program. Why is Israel doing? Why would they? Of course they're fucking doing this. This is our program. We're fucking bloodthirsty psychopaths. It's not just Trump. Like, holy shit. If you're fucking mad about this, normalize relations with Iran. Forget about the JCPOA. Just let them fucking... Give them a nuclear weapon. Just give them one. Are you kidding me? Mutually assured destruction fucking works. Alex, could could you remind us what the JCPOA is? The JCPOA is the Iran nuclear deal. Which Obama, it was like the one thing that Obama did that is like his crown jewel of his presidency. Even I will say that this is a good thing because I don't like nukes. I don't want people to have nukes. But like, if you want to know what, if this is, if the JCPOA isn't going to work because you have some fucking like oaf uh, pulling away from it in the next election, after the next election, like, fuck it. You can't do it. We're an unstable country. We can't fucking do it. So you want to know what? Just let them fucking have the nuke. Because it's better, it's better to let them have the nuke and have Israel and Iran have, like, mutual deterrence than it is to just let fucking Israel keep doing whatever the fuck they want. And just just complete, like, instability in the region. Like, what the fuck? So what what would it, what what do you think it would take inside the United States foreign policy establishment to resolve this? You 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 literally want you literally think that we should just give Iran a nuke? Um sure. I mean, maybe we can have like a real deal negotiation about like, you know, not making a nuclear weapon if we were a Marxist-Leninist state. But we're not I mean, just so, like total total disarmament would be really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's what I was thinking about when you were saying that. It's like, okay, I mean, I I understand the idea of mutually assured destruction, and you know, 
We know that the Cold War did not end in mutual destruction. Oh, God fucking damn it. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Now I can. Now okay. I can. Anyways, I feel like it would be better just to take nukes from, like, everyone, including ourselves. Like, I don't think anyone can be trusted with this shit. Well, sure, that goes without uh, well, li- saying. I wish we had those cutesy rules that, like, Deficit Hawks did about, like, regulations, where, like, for every one regulation we make, we'll get rid of two. Like, how about for every country <laughs> that we tell needs to take away its nuclear weapon, like, we get rid of ten of our own. Like, that sounds kind of fair, right? I like yeah. that. Oh, we'll do a trade. We'll do a trade. We do ten, you do one. Uh-huh. And then you end up with none, and we still have, like, a billion. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Don't we, we have like? Don't we have at whole... least like five thousand nukes at this point? Enough to take out the whole world. Uh, we really I do. don't. I don't remember the exact number, but it's a lot. We're gonna make the sand turn green. Name that politician. Was it um uh, McCain? Lindsey no. Graham. No. Ted Barack Cruz. Obama. Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted Cruz. Primary debate. Oh, isn't that when he said that he would carpet bomb the Middle East? Yep. <laughs> oh, he that. wasn't the only one. He wasn't the only one who said that. Yeah, no, that's why I thought of Lindsey Graham because Graham famously said that he would carpet bomb the Middle East. Bomb, 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 uh, thanks everyone for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app that you use. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SOTR Pod. You can find us on Facebook at State of the Revolution. Uh, we are going to be live streaming this Sunday, December 6th, uh, which I guess by the time this is released will be tomorrow. Uh, so make sure to tune in to our, for our live stream. Uh, at twitch.tv slash state of the revolution we're going to be starting at eight o'clock p.m and we're going to be doing uh trivia we are gonna well everyone else is going to be playing a trivia game uh of my own design and it's going to be very fun it's going to be sadistic uh, i'm gonna hate yeah. it yeah yeah i want to win ben i want to win <laughs> watch me look st- super stupid yeah yeah yeah, no, I was t- I was telling Matthias like I don't want to give I don't want to tell you these uh, uh, these categories because I don't want to give you an edge. But my goal is to make Alex angry. Um, I'm too hot to win at trivia. I'm not sure if that's how that works, but go on. <laughs> well, make so so make sure to tune into our stream at eight o'clock p.m. this Sunday. Twitch.tv slash State of the Revolution and uh, test your knowledge against uh, the only podcast hosts in the world. Uh, so, therefore uh, the best. therefore the best. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, bye bye. Bye. Bomb, 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 bomb around. <laughs> <laughs>